And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. How you doing? Uh, can you hear me more to the point? Oh yeah, I can hear you perfectly. That's great. Look oh. at your setup, that's amazing. What have you got yourself there? Yeah, like a false brick wall that I'm near and like, oh, all wow. kinds of stuff going. Yeah, I wish I had like good cameras and stuff because then I'd post the video of the interview. But... Yeah, but that, well, that's a work in progress, isn't yeah. it really? You'll, you'll get there, you'll get there. The dream is to have like, this is crazy. The dream is to be able to go to the artist and yeah. interview them. Mm-hmm. But hey, I am so excited. You're on the podcast. I've been watching your work. You're one of the people that got me into making customs. So I'm excited really? that you're here. Yeah. Seriously? Absolutely. So because I customs are super, I don't know, like challenging because you're working like to make something look exactly like whatever you're. looking at and that's so tough for me all the time like finding Mm -hmm. the right figures and doing all that Mm -hmm. but uh before we get started you want to introduce yourself so we can get right into it sure sure so i'm david lightning bolts action figures i love it there you have it (laughs) there's not much more to it i'm i'm glad it also worked out uk time zones versus california are so tough it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, when you when you had sent me a message last night, I was sleeping. So I woke up. I woke up this morning and I thought, I was like, what, what's, what's happening here? Um, but you're quite a. I mean, the, the time difference is quite quite extensive, isn't it? Yeah, and I I woke up. I mean, luckily I went to the gym this morning, but I had set my alarm clock because I was like, I got to be up at five to make sure that he is up so I can like connect with them so i'm glad that you had just sent a message ah, of course yeah it's just the worst time to be up ever yeah. 5 a.m in the morning just no one should be alive at that time in the morning honestly <laughs> and what's crazy is this isn't the worst one i have there's an artist that's in new zealand and that's a 19 hour difference i listened to that one yeah so that one was i think it took us two or three days just to map out when his kids would be asleep and when I'm not asleep the day prior. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. It's challenging. Everything's challenging. But the good thing is, is like even, I don't know, like 10 years ago or maybe even a bit longer than that, this would never have happened. You wouldn't be able to do this kind of thing. I was surprised that more people haven't done like, that there's not more bootleg podcasts or, or like action figure art podcasts out there. I mean, it's like such a niche I don't know why as well, because there's so many of us doing it now. And I think that there's there's a few coming coming in and a few sort of creeping into the, you know, from out of the woodwork. But I think it just depends. I think it's the, the right questions need to be asked. You're an artist, you do it, so you're very aware of the questions that should be asked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because your your first sort of questions is always, you know, uh sort of what made you do this but you can delve a bit deeper um mm. and i've noticed you do that quite a lot recently in your most recent uh podcast but compared to the start it was just all about getting to know the artist and it's a totally different thing now but um no it's great i just I, like like you say i wish there was a lot more that did it as well but i think this time next year you might see a big sort of influx the amount of emails that i get how do you do this? You know, oh, yeah. how how do you make a figure? And it's it's, it's Captain Google, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing is, is that it's fine. I don't mind. I actually love answering 
the questions for people because I was in the same boat. I had not a clue. But when I started, there was no one. I yeah. didn't know anyone. I didn't know there was anyone that actually, that was like a scene as such. People that made figures. I just didn't really, I just knew that I wanted to do it. It was a long time since I wanted to do it. Um, so I, I didn't know anything to go to or anything like that. And I, I did see a couple of things on Instagram that were like photoshopped versions of cards and photoshopped figures. And I thought, wouldn't it be cute to make a real one? Mm-hmm. You know, so I honestly, I never saw anything um, until I started to dig a bit. Um, yeah. I literally no followers whatsoever. Um, so you don't get any suggestions. You don't know what you're... It was music that got me into it. So I was looking at all kind of music things. I wasn't thinking about figures. With the music, are you, is music your art? Is that where you come from that got you like into this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose anything creative, really. Um, but yeah, it's, everything's like a kind of art, I suppose. The first thing that got me into anything was figures when I was a kid, probably like yourself, just all the way through. Um, you know, I grew up in the, the sort of late, 70s born in 77 so for me it was uh i think one of your other guests touched on it as well a few weeks ago it really was the best time for figures for me um sort of 77 to 87 just was insane the amount of figures that came out and star wars and all that stuff um so yeah but music is really what got me into the it was the difficult part out of all the things that i've done right anything that i've done everything's been so challenging it's been really hard art's hard music's so difficult especially to write produce sing um photography video production and the thing that i settled on the most was figures and this sounds pretty arrogant but i don't mean it to it was the easiest thing for me to do Mm -hmm. everything else was so hard the doors were shut in your face all the time. And, yeah. But as soon as you put a figure that's sort of okay looking on, on Instagram, people are interested. You know, people are interested in, in, in art, and it is an art, you know. So this, wow. I, I like that you called it, Eric, because your work is incredible. Like, it looks like Thank the you. figures that you're trying to so make. So Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's, um, there is something about... There, there's a moment in which you realize this, I'm good at this. Like, I think yeah. that I am really good at what I do. What was that moment for you? Uh, I think when you start to start to get a lot of questions, really, um, you start to think, mm, this is turning a corner. I think when you think that you're starting to get good at something, mm-hmm. you need to change it. You need to change it up. You just think, to make mm, yourself like pursue yeah that. that's it that's it yeah because i've i've the first incarnation of this is is really was very basic now yeah. i think it's quite it's it's quite complex for me now compared to when i started but there was a moment yeah um and again it sounds weird but i put two figures on uh instagram and i, I can't remember i must have had about three followers or something and I think most people that make figures at some stage will have been contacted by Adam Goldberg at some mm-hmm. stage because the guy just loves figures. Um, and thank God for him because uh, I think he gives you a lot of belief, you know. So he definitely done that for me. The first two figures I made, he's he has them. Um, so from there, I thought, oh, I'll keep going with this and see if I can sort of push it and see how good I can get. Um, I'm not there yet, unfortunately. I want to to be a lot better. So how did you, even with the names and in your first post, because, I mean, do you know a year that you started? Because I, so full disclosure, I go way back in people's Instagrams. And I I think it's like 2019-ish is when I see you begin. That's right, yeah you don't begin in like a subtle way you start like it, it like comes right out the gate they're awesome right away so where did the the name come from when you wanted to do this and then what made you choose those first figures yeah that's a good question um well lightning bolts action figures is actually a band it's actually a 
band called The Catch Lightning Bolts, which is a 60s band that I made up. Mm -hmm. And it's not that much different from the toys as such, because my toys are set in a specific time frame. For me, that time frame that I mentioned from 77 to 87, when it got a bit later, things were starting to get quite bulky. You know, like the 5.5 and it was starting to get a bit, just a bit bigger and stuff. And I just was kind of out of it at that point. But it's set in the same sort of time frame. So I I basically wrote um, and recorded a few songs that were sort of 60s, really early 60s. So again, it was a specific time frame. So say from 60 to 64. So it's kind of like like Beatles, um, kind of Mersey beat stuff, which is Liverpool and uh, the UK, obviously. Um, that style of music, quite basic, poppy music. So yeah. that was the name that I came up with, the, the Catch Lightning Bolts, which is quite a 60s sounding kind of punk name, I suppose, uh, and catered a bit of a folklore around mm. that. Like, this is a band that almost done something, yeah. but <laughs> didn't do anything. Um, yeah. But you always had the songs. So that was the tentative name for the, for the action figures. But then I just started to look into all different meanings, like lightning bolts, bolts, nuts and bolts, lightning, love. You love making yeah. stuff. And really that's that's what it was. But I was always going to change it. It was never going to be lightning bolts, action figures. It was because there's way cooler names out there. You just need to look, and there's just so many amazing names. Yeah. Um, even the buzzard guts from what you've just put on uh, Instagram is just such a cool name. You know, yeah. it's just, <laughs> Such a cool name. But now you have such a following. There's there's quite a few now. And it's 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 weird because where I am, I'm in Scotland and it's it's difficult. We're in a totally different time frame. So yeah. if I put a figure on you guys in America are not gonna see it as such unless I put it on at a specific time. You will see it, but you know yourself with Instagram mm-hmm. rhythm and stuff like that. And I don't use anything else like Facebook and I'm not a big fan of Facebook. I find it yeah. quite hard to use, to be honest. <laughs> you know, with, yeah. the, with the business pages. I just want to put a post on. <laughs> you know, I just want to put a post just like, hello. You know, it's, it's quite difficult. To, yeah. It's quite difficult to do, but um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a few. I really appreciate anyone that that it looks at anything that I do. Yeah, and I'm glad that you said where you are. What is it like being a toy artist in the UK? There's not, there's a lot of us worldwide and there's a lot of us in the US, there's so many. But when you start getting to other countries, that number drops significantly. Are you one of the only ones you know about in Scotland? I'm the only one that I know in Scotland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Which the is only crazy. one. It's insane. Yeah, it really is. Um, certainly, any of the sort of minor successes that I've had, I'm really impressed by it because it's the reach is is very different here. It's so it's difficult because over in the states, when you do art like action figure art or graphic art, it's really interesting. Yeah. When I see, it, I'm like, wow, that's interesting. But if I say to some of my pals, what do you think of this? Look at this that I've made. Oh, that's that's, uh, that's pretty pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like that. So it's quite it's quite a unique thing uh, to to be able to do it in Scotland. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, I'm not the only one in the UK because there's amazing artists here, which I'll talk about in a bit. But uh, yeah, for, for me in Scotland, it's it really is. There's, there's not a lot of us. That in fact, yeah. I think, as I say, I think I'm the only one. So. And when we interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We almost crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved, DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. Because I'm assuming, I mean, let's talk about your process because I, I for sure want to go through that. But what is it like finding figures in Scotland? Is it challenging at times? Uh, 
what's that look like for you on a daily basis? Another good question. That was the reason I started casting, to be honest. Uh, um, okay. But yeah, hard. It's difficult because if you get a figure, uh, any of the three, uh, three, seven, five in America, it's quite. I think they're everywhere, aren't they? But here, you have to go on eBay. You have to go on, you know, Amazon, which is fine. I know you guys do that there, but yeah, they're quite expensive here. Okay, quite expensive to buy. I mean, even if you go back when the Star Wars figures came out, like you know the card back thing, you get mm-hmm. the twelve, and then you would wait a year and a half. Well, that didn't really happen for us. They all come out at the same time. Okay, so it was quite accessible then. And it was really, really quite—I don't know—easy to get, but now it's quite challenging. Um, and I just got the thing is, you know, yourself when you get a figure, you maybe come up with an idea. You go, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm going to make such and such with that with that part," or "I quite like the look of that foot. I'm going to use that yeah. for <laughs> such and such." But I've maybe got six or seven ideas for that mm-hmm. that same thing, and I go, "Oh, right." Then I would have to buy that six or seven times it just doesn't it starts to kill the creativity a bit yeah i think but uh no it's it's, it's quite difficult to get them to be honest and, and some of the rare ones see i get i get really jealous because you know um say when super seven released something they'll put on uh like one of the most recent ones what did they put uh, or any of the the recent releases even just the exorcist one that's yeah. not going to i'm not going to get that for ages a long time it's not going to be available here. And if it is, it's usually treble the price. Oof. You know, so um, really what I would have to do is contact you and say, listen, I'm going to buy this for me. And then I'll just PayPal it into your account. And send it yeah. all. It's like I really have to do my own important. Yeah. Um, so that's really that's really why the casting thing started. I just get really hacked off by it. I mean, just like everyone else, you've got parts lots and lots of parts and i'm really interested in that you know i don't want to get away from that or anything but i I love the fact that i've got parts from the 70s and i bring them forward bring them Mm -hmm. forward to now and put them onto something else and make them kind of you know um part of what i'm doing i love doing that i don't think i'll ever stop doing that yeah i mean i hope that if something does come out you're able to reach out to someone here there's been a couple times that's happened I haven't done that. And okay. I really should. I really should do that uh, purely because I have got friends in this game now um, compared to when I started, which was just kind of like you were in a small dark room. That's really what it felt like. You're just in a small dark room, but then you start to see all these different people. Um, but I should do that. You're, you're totally right. I mean, there's nothing There's nothing so far that I've went, I have to have that or I would, I would put something out on Instagram. You know, can somebody please get this for me? And I'll... Yeah. You know, it just takes a while, you know, it takes a while. Like, for instance, that Exorcist one, the Regan one, won't won't be available here, you know, in the sort of mainstream for, oh, God, a good while anyway. Yeah. It'll be a good while by the time that starts to come in. And even then it'll be, you know, uh, maybe like, I don't know, like £25, which is, I don't know, sent to the $30 mark yeah. plus. So. Which, yeah, I... Uh... I think that what's tough is I even because doing all these interviews, like I have people all over the U S all over the world and it's tough to, for me to even understand like uh, super seven there's, they have a shop 10 minutes from my house. And so I'm you're able just, to, you're just, you're just showing off now. That's yeah. <laughs> and so I get to go in there when I want, uh, but it, which is cool. And I mm. think that I take that for granted so much. Let me tell you, sir, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely do. I'd love to do that. I mean, I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm quite a distance away from Glasgow, which is uh, a really well-known part of Scotland. Yeah. I'm quite a distance away, maybe 10, 15 minutes uh, by car. But even the shops that they've got there, they don't have a wide selection of these things. And, yeah. you know, I just gave up. I just gave up, you know, um, trying to get lots and lots of different figures. And eventually I just get them on eBay. But this, for, for me, what I, any advice would be buy parts, start like that, and then start, you know, trying to get things from eBay and get, you know, you need to spend a bit of money to, yeah. to, to, to get yourself started with this, which yeah. is like any, any 
any art, you've got to spend a bit of money. You've always got to remember that when you're doing something. Even if you're painting, you've got to, you've got to spend a bit of money, even to research. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've all been there when we've went on to Google or someone's held a figure up and went, oh, I better screenshot that and I can zoom in mm -hmm. and have a look. How did you, what did you, how, <laughs> what was the bit with the hair? Yeah. How did you, or, oh, they've used cloth for the, the jacket. Wow. Mm, wonder if I could do that. Mm, no, I can't. Right. Okay. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, but I mean, I think in one of my old phones, like, you know, with all your old pictures from, from that time when I started, I've got so many screenshots of um, this artist said when they were casting, they put it in the pressure pot for 10 minutes. This person says they put it in for 18 minutes, that kind of thing, you know? Because yeah. you literally know nothing, don't you know? You just don't know a thing about it. And um, it's just, it's a bit of an uphill battle, but you get there if you love it, you know? I think about that when I started and like, that is such a true statement that we don't know anything. I, even finding like the the hole punch for the top of the card back or like the rounded corners, it took me weeks because I I didn't even have the words to articulate what I wanted. I would type in that's the, Yeah. I had some of the dumbest stuff ever, like, you know, the roundy thing that makes the paper rounded uh, or yeah. the hole punch for the bit sticking out at the top. Or, yeah. <laughs> The, the thinner hole punch, it's just, even the blister yeah. pack, the blisters, the bubbles, the inlay, I didn't know what the inlay was. I just didn't know anything. When I think about it now, I think, oh God, I, I, I don't know how I got through that because I yeah. literally knew nothing. And I think it's so important, and you put that message out quite a lot, it's so important that none of us know anything. And even now we don't really, if we put something in for casting, for instance, we don't know how it's going to work. It's almost like a Polaroid picture. You don't know what you're going to get, and that's probably the best thing about it. And when you do get it, when you do, you know, you get your pour, and yeah. you've got you open it up, and you go, ah, no, I yeah. do this. It's so rewarding, especially yeah. when you do that. Um, but I don't make anything easy for myself, and I know exactly you're the same, and every other artist out there, you just don't make it easy for yourself. It's just... Because there's nowhere, there's nowhere to go. You know, you don't, you don't want to go to another artist and say, you know, can you tell me everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like going to this to the right artist to ask, right? Yeah. Like I think what is interesting, you brought you brought up blisters. I had sent out emails to factories looking for like people to uh, make blisters. I have screenshots and video grabs yeah. from Rainbow yep. Yawn. I have um, like, uh, I don't like, I, I don't know what they're called. It's where you order like samples from mm -hmm. factories for card backs. I could not find anything. Anything. And, and so, uh, and then I just started Luckily, I started reaching out before I spent thousands of dollars. Yeah. And, and why didn't I do that? I, I should have done that a lot more. I did it a bit, but not not enough to... It felt like you were kind of asking, you know, the magician how to pull the rabbit out of the, the hat sometimes. Um, it's not like that at all. So yeah. you know, anyone that is listening is dying to do this because there are people that are dying to do this and they don't know how to do it. Just ask uh anyone really <laughs> anyone yeah. you can you can only get a look i'm too busy beat it you know and you're not really gonna who's gonna say that especially everybody's quite nice to each other you know um yeah. so but yeah i should have done that absolutely should have done that. but i've got I've so many different bits um like mm -hmm. you say you know i didn't know i didn't realize like how thick card was um and that was the big the one in my mind was when I started with cards and card backs, I thought, how do they print on the card? How do they yep. get it to look so vibrant on card? They must take that to a print shop and get them. To do That's what they do. They take it to a print shop and then they get it on the back and then they do that. That's not what happens mm -mm. at all. It's three. It's two bits of paper and one piece of card like a sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just once you know these things everything becomes your creativity channel can just open up and you go I'm going to make this 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 and that's what happened to me it was like a, a light bulb moment um, and how stupid like now that we know this 
and you yeah. were able just to articulate it immediately. How stupid yeah. does it sound that it took us forever to figure out it was a cardboard and two pieces of paper? Two two pieces of paper. And and now <clears throat> there's actually a lot of uh, still people ask a lot of questions. What kind of paper is it? Is it that you use? Um, and and the truth is is that it, it's really. A lot of people like to use glossy paper. Mm -hmm. And while we're here, what, what, is it, what, do, what do you use? Do you use gloss paper? Do you use satin paper? Do you use semi or semi uh, I try to go matte, which is weird. I only right. do uh, matte uh, cardstock, like the lowest pound. So it still has some flex to it, but it's still thick. Um, yeah. yeah, the sheen that like when you use semi-gloss or gloss, it bugs me for some reason for picture taking. So I just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Well, this this is the problem. It can look quite cheap. Mm -hmm. I use I use semi-gloss because I was using gloss when I started because I didn't know anything. And it was just wrecking the card. The card was just dying. It was just getting when as soon as you start to cut it. Because I do something a bit strange in terms of cutting the mm -hmm. card. I manually cut the card. Oh, cards. me too. Yeah, do you do yeah. it as well? Brilliant. And I, and I think that's such a cool way to do it because you've got the ultimate control. Um yeah, I've got a guillotine thing, but it's it's great. But I just don't feel that I'm. I probably need to practice. Yeah, I probably need to practice. You know, doing that. But uh, no, it's interesting. It's interesting there. Yeah. yeah, I can't tell types. you with the like the cutting and doing it all by hand. I can't tell you how many times the back of the ruler has moved and I've cut through the card back, and I'm like, mother. Yeah, I nearly <laughs> cut through my finger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a challenging day, um, but yeah, no, I've I've done that, I've done yeah. that as well. But this is how you learn. This is how you get. This is how, as you said there, this is how you get good at these things. You just need to keep practicing, just keep going for it. So you um, have stayed in the customs. What seems like the entire time that you've been making figures. Yeah, uh, which is interesting to me uh, because usually. I, there's a, there's the two routes, right? Uh, I, there's so many more, but it's usually like they make runs uh, and they sell them as drops or whatever, or they stick with customs. What made you only want to stick with customs? So, like, is it the the thrill that there's so much going on, so many different changes? What is it for you? Well, to be really honest, uh, does anybody really like to do customs? You know, for for. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not it's not that i don't love doing them i do but yeah i tell you what it was was when i was putting out my own i was doing lots of tests right mm -hmm. so I, I i did i don't know if you were following me but i used to do ebay as well mm -hmm. and they were quite successful it was quite good but i wanted to try something else i didn't like the aspect that i was making one figure a week putting it on in the week and then and i just didn't have the energy to do multiple figures at the time and um i just thought well see what else comes up but you would get people dming you a lot and honestly it got to a point where i had about i think the most i had was 30 commissions wow yeah so, Which so i just scary. became yeah it was it was terrifying but yeah. i just became mr commission mm -hmm. which was okay because what's nice about that is it might not necessarily be, you know, can you make a picture of my dad or, uh, sorry, a figure of my dad, you know, um, with a toupee on or whatever, right? It, it's it's a set of instructions that you're given. Yeah. So it's like a brief that you're given. So you're tuning your creativity towards that as well. And I quite like working with someone to say, is this what you're looking for? Is that what you're looking for? I quite like that. Yeah. Personally, I love the aspect of just boom putting something on that no mm. one's expecting because i do that i still make my own but it gets to the point where you go is that a commission is that has he done that for or you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. um because lots of commissions that i've done that i haven't put on um because you know yourself some people just don't would rather not yeah you know put, put the figure on and stuff like that um but yeah yeah i'm definitely david yeah. commission uh, the David commissions. Uh, <laughs> what's interesting too, I have talked to a lot of people and I feel this way as well. If people come to me and they want a commission, awesome. Let's talk. If it, if you are about to tell me, oh, can I have a toy of my dad? I'm going to say no immediately. 
unless your dad like unless he you have a picture of him in a space suit or you have a picture of him doing something crazy because like a, yeah. a, the standard person is mm-hmm. so hard for me to be creative with yeah well that that goes back to the commission thing it's extremely difficult to to get yourself right up for that um yeah. and it, it becomes you know there's nothing better when you come up with your own every Everyone that's listening to this that, that, that makes figures will know exactly what I'm talking about. You, when you're doing your own thing, you get the you get the feels. You know, you go, oh, I like this. It gives you the rush. But when you're doing a commission, unless it's a really super cool commission, of which I've had a good few of, mm-hmm. it, it just it doesn't have the same sparkle. It's a totally yeah. different conversation as well. It's not like you know, if you make something that's just off the cuff, you're going to. If people love it, they're probably going to contact you and say, oh, could I get one? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a totally different thing. Um, there's so many layers to making figures uh, or making anything, I guess, but certainly the figure aspect of it, there's there's so many avenues to go down with. It's, you know, there's the 3D print, there's the casting, there's the kit bashing thing, there's the, the art, you know, the card art, there's the Photoshopping things, you know, and making a figure that way, which is really cool as well. Um, I just like to use my hands when I'm doing this stuff, you know, I just yeah. I like to make things. So I've, I'm trying to incorporate everything because to be honest with you, I get bored quite easily. Mm-hmm. I get bored quite easily. So when Absolutely. I, in my mind, when I master something, I got right, I don't want to just churn the stuff out yeah. i'd like to try and make something a bit different and stuff like that and just the wild and wonderful world of action figures that's why yeah. we all do it you know but i'd love to be over next to where you guys are because i would love to be able to do um any of the uh conventions and stuff like that i just would love to do it and dove asked me a while ago to to get involved in the one of the most recent ones um i couldn't i literally couldn't do it I'd far too much on um and i said to him to ask me again at some point because i'd love to do it but i'd love to be there you know i know obviously it's a difficult it's difficult at this point but it's 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 a bit of a pain being stuck over here a lot of the time so i'd love to meet everyone and see everyone and you know, uh, rather than just being this digital, how are you doing? You know? Yeah, I can say that because I mean, I don't, I started this during the pandemic. So I started this the same way that you did. I didn't know anyone. Uh, and starting in the middle of a pandemic is never how you want to start something. Mm-hmm. And so um, going to Designer Con in Anaheim and just seeing people face to face, people that, I've done interviews with or that I've made toys with or mm-hmm. that was just that feeling alone is like, oh, this is why I do this. This is so much yeah. fun. And I think that's what I'm searching for now. <clears throat> you know, just there's, there's people that I want to meet. There's yeah. people that I want to meet. There's, there's, when people are buying figures, it, it's nice when you get a, a, you know, a DM back saying, oh, I've got the figure, love it. You know, could you make this or whatever, that kind of thing. But you know, I just I would just like to meet some of these people um, yeah. at the conventions and stuff like that and just see what actually inspired them to make what they're making and or you know buy what they're buying and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, someday, someday, I'm sure, I'm sure I will. Um, yeah. If I don't, if I don't get bored uh, <laughs> making them. So um, when Dove reached out, and he, I mean, Dove has his normal spiel that he has mm-hmm. for people. Um, but when he did, he tell you how many he usually needs for a show? No, I, I know. I kind of know how much he needs. Um, it's but no, he scary. didn't. It's it's completely scary. But listen, I mean, I've I've got. I mean, the commission that I'm doing at the moment is the biggest thing that I've ever been part of. Can we talk about <clears> it? And we can talk about it. We can't talk about what it is, unfortunately. Okay. It's a figure, but we can't really go into it. But it's, you know, I'll scare you by saying, it's. It's over 40 pieces, shall we okay. say, in four weeks, three weeks. Ooh, that's a short timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So so that side of things when, you know, if, if that I need a run or something, that wouldn't bother me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that would be cool with that. Um, 
unless it was over and over and over. I mean, this is this, as I say, this is the biggest thing that I've ever done. Um, I'd probably moonwalk back from something. Yeah. Um, if someone said, "Look, can you do this?" I'd probably uh, do a bit of a tailspin and run away really quickly. But uh, yeah, no, he, he, he sort of touched on it, but it's just at the time I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. But it wouldn't matter too much now because, as I say, I could, I could do it. Yeah. It's when I got into the casting thing that's that's for me was super interesting because it was literally, <clears throat> it was a week. Mm-hmm. Now, when you started, you you know yourself that you must have been really obsessed. You become obsessed and need to do this, and you don't want to fail. And there's so much that you need to know, and you go, oh, I want, I want, to, I want to make sure that I, I get this. I didn't want to try it and fail. Yeah, you know, with the casting thing, and I was so oh, casting, oh, resin, mixing stuff. Oh. You know, you just felt like a a pharmacy or something like that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, when you've got all the equipment on, <laughs> I'll catch sight of myself in the, in the mirror and go, <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. It turns out it's just me. Um, but I, uh, it's, it's really, it's really crazy. It's mental stuff. What is interesting to, so, here, I mean, this is a question. Do you do this full time? We interrupt this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Earth to Kentucky. Aliens have landed. Earthling. I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. Well, you come to the right place. Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi, lowbrow, and art bootleg toys. Toys, toys, toys. They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. Toys, toys. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys, and toys, 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 and t-shirts. Designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys. Toys. Hey, look at that over there! It's a spaceship! Yeah. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now. www.earthtokentucky.com. That's earth2kentucky.com. Or just land your spaceship when they're open. No, okay. this is not full time. Um, it feels like full time, <laughs> but no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it full time. Uh, I would love to do it. I'd love to do it full time. But yeah. like everyone, you know, it's that one one word that every single person that thinks about doing it full time is it's scary. Yeah. And it is, it is scary. Um, you know, really, realistically, what should happen is you should just go for broke and do it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do that, you really should put your heart and soul into every single thing that you're doing, especially creative-wise, because that is such a – you can't do things half-hearted. With anything, you do it to the best of your ability. Um, but no, I would, I would definitely love to do it full time. You're not full time either, are you? No, 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 no. No, this is luckily for me. This is something that, if I earn money on it, great. If yeah. not, also great. Like it's just such a fun hobby for me. Yeah. The people, what stops me from pursuing full time? is the number of figures I would have to create in a year that's sold. So like, not only am I creating possibly like five or 600 figures in a year, but then they all have to sell. Like they, they yeah. can't sit at home. And that is a daunting number for me. Yeah. I tell you, the, the reason I would counteract that, right, <clears throat> is because when with that year, if I take from this time last year, yeah. This time this year, the amount that's happened there out with figures, but happened because of the figures, mm. is actually startling. Okay, it's taken me so many directions. This, and with it being in the UK, um, I like to. I'm I'm trying to bring as much as I can back to to the UK, but because it's not the same, it just isn't the same. Yeah. In America, it's like, wow, well, this is this is cool. This is really great. And as I said here, it's like, well, could you could you make a figure of uh, whatever something something kind of yeah know, rubbish? Um, you go, I go, oh, how, how much? And you tell them how much, and they if they were in front of you, they'd probably punch you in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's like, what I charge compared to what we see mm-hmm. is night and day it's really night and day um 
but I'm still trying to bring things back to, to the yeah. UK uh, as much as possible. And fortunately, that's happening. There was a point there in December that my sort of UK audience, if you like, or uh, people that were sending me messages, all from UK. Oh, good, good. And I, and I thought, oh, this is this is great. This is kind of on the turn, you know. Um, and it, and it's still the same. <clears throat> Excuse me, but what I've had to do is because of this sort of huge commission, I've had to take a bit of a a step yeah. back uh, a bit at the moment. Yeah, you know, busy. I, uh, I, my, um, uh, what is she to me? I think it's my cousin. She does like cosplay and stuff in Ireland. She lives somewhere around right. Belfast. And okay. um, she has had the same troubles, even though it's different. Like she does dress up and all that stuff, but like trying to find stuff, finding people that also do what she does, finding conventions of some sort. So, so that's it's just tough. really, it's, it's difficult. I mean, <clears throat> as I say, uh, it's it's just Instagram's so powerful that way. Like I say, I don't use anything else. I think everything else is kind of rubbish. Um, I couldn't use TikTok. Uh, that's just the worst thing that's ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. I, I, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried. Failed, unfortunately. Uh, it's just dreadful. It's absolutely dreadful. And I've only recently started to use the reels sort of mm -hmm. thing. So sort of stuck my toe into the water there which is which is good but i just prefer simply putting stuff on instagram if someone sees it likes it great if they want to ask about it that's that's also cool sometimes you know yourself you you make a figure and you think it's going to be really really popular and it's tumbleweed yeah that happens quite a lot <clears throat> um which is just the way it is really um but it's difficult being being uh where I am, it's quite difficult. Because as I say, I want to get out there, I want to get out and about. Yeah. Um, and just just to get yourself out there a bit and try and... Um, it really is, it's 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 like a full-time job. It should be a full-time job. Mm -hmm. It should be a full-time job. If you really, really want to succeed, you really, really need to put everything in. Um, so I, I, I try to do that, but there's, you know yourself, you've got, you've got a life. Yeah, you know, you got a life, you got a job, you've got so many things that you need to do, but you, such is life. You had mentioned something about cost and how people are shocked. I say when people reach out to me and they'll ask for a custom or something, um, what is interesting to me is I can't, I can't send them a piece of paper that has all of our costs on it. Like I charge this much, but this person charges this much. And all they yeah. see is how much I charge, which, yeah, you could buy a toy at Target or Walmart or whatever for 15 bucks. Mine's not going to be 15 bucks. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. And no. it's tough for them to understand that. I've gotten lucky a couple times where the people that ordered a commission were also collectors. So they understood like, oh yeah, this is great. Like I get it, but it's all those people that don't understand or try to haggle it down. And I just don't even know what to do with that anymore. It's the, it's the making the difference between a figure that you get in Walmart, which is Asda for us. Yeah. If you get that compared to a one-off piece of art, it's a totally different thing. But like you say, to explain that to someone, well, it's a bit of art. It's a bit like, can you just make my dad, please? Yeah. <laughs> and when you're making my dad, can you put a bra on him, please? Yeah. No, I can't put a bra on him. Sorry. Uh, no. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but it's just to explain art to someone is... It's hard, and and even calling it art, you know. When I started with it, I didn't I didn't consider it art. Yeah. I considered the card art. I thought, oh, there's there's the art part. I couldn't paint when I started. I couldn't paint. I didn't know what paints to buy. I didn't know what brushes to buy. I didn't know anything. Um, yeah. I really, really had no clue. But like you say, when people uh, contact you about commissions and stuff like that, it's hard not to sound a wee bit sort of 
pompous when you say to them like this is this is a one-off you're getting it's maybe mm-hmm. and even if I make more than one you know I made a Stanley Kubrick figure I think there's about 15 of them out there but even still it's 15 that's it yeah there's no you know there's not it's not like tons and tons of figures out there uh, I see that now but it's the same could be said about likeness the likeness of the figure that mm-hmm. that's such a prevalent thing now that doesn't look like such and such. Now that's your general person on the street that will say, oh, that doesn't look anything like such and such, but I've yeah. got a little figure here to show you. Awesome. This this guy. Luke Skywalker. Does he look like Mark Hamill? Not at all. That The figure no. that's being held up is the old school. It's the new <clears throat> release of the retro figure, correct? Of no, Luke? no that's, that's the 70s one. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, he doesn't look anything like Mark Hamill. Yeah, so... That's the point I was wanting to make. One of the points I was wanting to make with you tonight was, or today for you, Luke Skywalker didn't look anything like Mark Hamill, right? He resembled them. And some of the original 12, you know, like Darth Vader and stuff, yeah. looked like, but Han Solo, no. It didn't look anything like uh, Harrison Ford, but you believed that. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, you believed, you made that happen. You make believe and that is really the whole basis of everything that I try and do. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You kind of believe that it is, but it doesn't really. Like, there's apps out there, right? There's there's uh, programs out there. Having looked into the 3D thing and having to look, look into all the different things that you can uh, do to make likeness and stuff like that, there are so many things out there that can make things look so like them. Yeah. But it's not where I'm really coming from. It's not... Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to release stuff that's been that looks like it's came out at that time. Yeah, and I and I still don't know if I'm really, if I'm really there um, with that. Uh, I'm happy with it, but you know, there's always there's always room for improvement. But the likeness is is such a big thing. I mean, you must you must get emails yourself just saying, can you make it look like this, or yeah. can you make it look like him? Really like him? How do you get these? You know. Because I've noticed that another thing, I don't know if you do this, but there's people out there that, um, you know, when you're when you're doing the face, I've, I've got a one sort of flat tone that I use for the skin, mm-hmm. regardless um, of, of, of what it is. There's, in fact, well, there's, there's two or three different shades that I use, obviously. But the eyes, I always paint the whites of the eyes. Do, mm-hmm. do you do that? There's uh... lots of people that don't, don't do that. Yeah, do you know the Fisher Price adventure people that like the three seven? So yep. Yep. I used to do eyes like that. It's like uh the brown dot and then the curve of the eye. Mm-hmm. But I for sure have moved just to doing the whites because it looks way better and it looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, well, that's where your technique comes in, isn't it? With the brush. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize as well that when you're turning the brush you're sharpening the brush just keep sharpening it until eventually you can get the curve so i'll do the curve and then i'll put the dot in and then just go over it again and try and try and mask it i suppose to make it look as much like it but i think detail is really important um with with this kind of stuff um i mean it's difficult but you, you get there it's your art at the end of the day. You know, I would love to maybe change it slightly. Um, well, completely. You know, I've thought about maybe doing something completely different with, with the figures uh, yeah. and just having my own line, my own toy line. I'd love to do that, my own, you know, it's like there's characters. Even if, if we take, obviously Star Wars has been done to death, right? I, I don't do Star Wars as much. I love what everyone else does. I just can't touch it. I just can't. I can't get to it. I, I do love it, but it's it's not my thing, right? When there's those characters in Star Wars, you, I mean, you can make up your own Star Wars character. That's mm-hmm. what I love about this. You can make up your own thing, and just just totally just lift it, and just it's a totally different character. How many times have you saw uh, something on Instagram? And you go, is that a real thing? Is that real? Yeah. Is that? I mean, I'll give you the classic example is Dan O'Brown. Yeah, is your 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 classic uh, for <laughs> the Mario? You know, I had to second guess it myself. He was he spoke to me about it at the time he was talking to yeah. me about it, and I thought, 
I, I'd seen it. I just thought it was incredible. But it just shows you that you can, you can pretty much do anything, and just people can maybe believe it or not believe it. Yeah, and it's his work is it almost seems unreal. Mm. Like it's just so ridiculous that it looks so good. I, yeah. I, you know, going back to the the likeness. What's crazy is, so you showed me the 70s Luke, which looks nothing like Mark Hamill. But then they produced, um, man, whatever the first of the last three movies was when Luke is on the island, Uh they produced figures and the figure's face looks just like him. Uh And so the hard part is people will see that one if they have Uh that figure and say like, oh, they they got it and i i just tell them absolutely i can make the figure look just like you the figure just went up another 180 dollars mm-hmm. because i have to yeah. find someone that can do that because i cannot yeah and I, it's just I, I, so tough no i mean i, I can't i, <clears throat> I mean it, it, it's it is doable, um, but it's just not, you know, I've started sculpting, this, I've started doing the 3D heads as well, but I'm still trying to keep them as retro as possible, yeah. rather than trying to make them look exactly like them. When I when I was a kid, figures, they just didn't, they just didn't look. No. So I'm still in that vein, you know, I'm still, when I look at figures now, I, I think immediately, it's quite a selfish thing. Yeah, I look at it as, oh, Imagine that was out when I was a kid. That's what I think when I see it. Oh, can you imagine having that? Oh, wow. You know, that's why I did did a few Mr. T figures. Um, And that's why I I did them, because I thought, how cool would it be to have that with this on the pack and, you know, um, and waiting for that to come out, and they never, ever did. Yeah. They They never came out, you know? And I don't know about you, but as a kid, for me, I grew up in the 90s, so I didn't get, like, the the crazy explosion of star wars and gi joe but i was super into things like street sharks and cowboys and moon mesa and and the figures that didn't they were like comic book cartoon things they didn't look anything like humans and so now when i make toys and when i make things for people my first inclination is to say like man, have you ever thought if you looked like a cow, like uh, maybe I can make you into a cow or something <laughs> stupid. Uh, yeah. It is like your face looks like a generic face. It's so tough yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I think, yeah. If people, you mean if people just had more of a sense of humor, yeah, <laughs> it would be better, you know, and look at it like it is. Because when I see, I see it's like a kind of grotesque figure. Yeah, I love it because it's just that that would never happen in a shop. You would mm-hmm. never get a figure in a shop back in the day that is that had blood on it. And when I started to put, I did the Die Hard figure and there was blood on him and there was like bruises on him and stuff like that. And even then, I was like, oh, should I be putting blood on him? This this guy's got a cigarette. Should I really be putting a, that kind of thing? Because I'm still stuck in that, yeah. you know, you need to be careful what you put in with, with, with figures and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> you get people uh, and you would just rather make them like a ghost or something like that. Or yeah. A, 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 an empty bubble. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're currently in the midst of a really huge run and you yeah. have taken commissions, but I noticed that your commissions are closed until February. Yeah. Are you just swamped right now? Yeah, that the the big one. The big yeah. one. So okay. when it when it came together, uh there's there's a lot of sort of hoops to jump through and stuff like that. So that's why I've just stopped and yep. just focused because this is a huge one. So yeah. I, I really need to knuckle down and get this one as best as I can possibly make it. Um but this is the dream, isn't it? Really? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, well, I suppose the dream is to put your own figure out and it's extremely successful. You know, that I guess that's... But also, the other side of it is, is when people reach out to you and say, I love what you do. I want you to do this. Can you do this? How can we make this work? Almost like you're kind of around a table and what can you do? Can you do this? Can you... You know, that kind of thing. I like yeah. working that way. I like working as a as a, 
I like this. I say I like working as a team, but I'm the only team, unfortunately. Um, yeah, your team's and I think I'm team Scotland, but it is a. It, I think as well the, the the figure thing is it can be quite a lonely experience, yeah. um, you know, uh, not to get the violins out or anything like that. But it's it's quite it can be quite you know when you need a bit of time away from it, you know. Fortunately for me, there's there is another guy in Scotland who who does uh, cards. He, he doesn't do the, the the figures obviously, but I'm, I'm working on that, which is Raygun cards. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So Raygun is. Me and Reagan are really close um, friends. I mean, absolutely class him as, as as my friend. Yeah, um, we get great ideas. He we bounce ideas off each other. It's just so it's great that we've got each other um, that way. Um, like I say, he makes cards which are just you've seen them. They're incredible. Yeah, um, just yeah, incredible. Cool. Yeah, and it's like we were talking about at the time when he was. He was thinking about doing the wax, you know, the wax packs. I haven't saw anyone else that does that. And please let me know for anyone else that, that does do it because the process in that is just crazy. It's I just only, I know one person that does it, but they it's not, and then I know a company that does it, but they're not like giant beasts yeah. that are happening. But yeah. it, it's but you see, but that's that's what I love is when someone can work something out, you can yeah. sit and how would I do that? And then you work it out and eventually you can start to, to do it. I think that's, that's just amazing. Uh, it's just such a cool thing to do. So he's, um, he's just awesome with what he does. Uh, and I, I'd love to try and incorporate that somehow into what I'm doing. Um, you know, um, and, and I, I, I'd love to be able to, but it's just sitting down and doing it when you've got all the kind of commissions and stuff like that. But, um, but I, we're, we're a good team. Yeah, you know, I reached out to Raygun um, probably not that long ago, and I didn't notice that uh, they make smaller runs of cards. Like, yeah, uh, and the job, a friend of mine, uh, Sir Collect a lot. Yeah, yeah, we, of course. We were working on a, a project, and I reached out to Raygun, and I, I was like, "Hey, um, I have a card idea. What do you think?" And walked through it all. And they had said uh, something like, yeah, let's talk details. And then I said like, oh, I need like 5,000 cards. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, it's a bummer because it's, I didn't even think like, I don't, because I don't do cards, knowing what is small and what is not is very tough. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so he yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not your guy, which is, no, yeah, that's fine. No, no, too, too much maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, it's kind of so cool to see and work with him for the time I did. Yeah, yeah, because it's it really is it's it's an amazing thing, and eventually I will probably go down that route as well. Because um, uh, as I say, I, I do get you do get kind of bored doing the same. Not I'm not saying the same thing, but I like to branch out. You know, it's like if yeah. I sometimes when I'll finish making a figure or whatever, I'm still feeling quite creative. So I get the iPad and start sketching something for a card or you know, like a card back or I'll start coming up with ideas and start writing things down. So you still feel creative. That happens to me all the time. You just yeah. want to create all the time. And I think when you're doing things like art and the figures, it just keeps, it can really get in, in the way of your life sometimes, you know, right. yeah, wake you up in the middle of the night, you know? Yeah. I noticed myself thinking about toys and making and stuff in the middle of mm. other stuff that's important. Exactly. Like I should really be focused on that, but I just, my brain is somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's difficult. I think it's, it's really, it's really difficult to turn the creativity off. I tried to do it and uh, yeah. pretty much imploded, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's difficult to, to just, to, to just go, Oh, and, and everyone else around about you can go, uh, you know, they'll say things like, um, Oh, are you, you doing that tonight or whatever and go, uh, yeah, so it's kind of like having your arm, you know. You don't. Oh, yeah, I need. I need to. Of course, you know. And you can become quite snappy. But what do you mean? Of yeah. course, I'm doing that, you know. And it's like not everybody does it. Not everybody's. I wish more did the creativity thing because it really is your. For me, it's been my best pal. It yeah. really is. It's just such a, such a cool thing to do, and to see other people doing it, it's just amazing. So for lightning bolts action figures, where. <laughs> As you look forward, 
where do you see yourself going? Where are you hoping that you're headed as a, a toy creator um, and in what you do in runs and working with customs? Where do you think you're, where do you want to be? Um, well, I would say that I would like to, I would like to put more out. I would like to, as I said earlier, I'd like to bring things back to the UK a bit um, and sort of just make us a bit more interested in, in the toy scene or uh, maybe something like that, you know. Um, I don't know. It's a difficult one to say because you just, you feel like it's difficult to look ahead too much with us, yeah. I think. Um, I would love to, I'd love to, like I said earlier, I'd like to get myself out and about a wee bit um, and start, you know, because like the clutter and stuff like that, that's, that's another one that's coming up. I did that last year as well. That was my first taste of like a lot of figures at the one time. I did ten for that, um, and that that was that was difficult, and that was that was something I never thought about that I was going to do. Yeah. Um, it wasn't on the radar. So if I think I think if you think too far ahead, where it just kind of I don't know, it just gets a bit muddly uh, for me. So I just think maybe maybe two figures ahead. Mm. I'd love to be able to keep doing it. I'd love to keep doing it. I'd like to. I'd like more people to see what I'm what I'm doing, um, and either love it or hate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because anything anything kind of goes. Yeah, more you know? eyes. Yeah, I mean, I was I was saying earlier about the the Mario one that uh, Dano did. I did the uh, Super Mario, which is just lifted exactly from his, um, and the hate that I got from that was crazy. Uh, the inbox was insane. Yeah, you know, because it had a. A wee Little pinger. Yeah. Uh, it had a wee pinger. And um basically uh it just got a lot of horrible, yeah. horrible uh DMs and stuff like that through it. Um it, it went, it actually has gone. I don't I don't have it anymore, but uh you know, so occasionally I like I like to just put something out there. Um again when you're feeling bored and you just want to do something that's really crazy, you know? Yeah. Like half a figure or something like that. Or, yeah, um, but I don't. I really don't know. I don't know where I, where I could see myself. To be honest, I hopefully still doing it. Hopefully still doing it. Yeah, it's uh, all that hate is interesting to hear. Do you know Steve Casino? Yes, yes. He gets the most amount of hate because he cuts oh, out those cartridges. The Nintendo, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I, people just shred him, and he is. Every once in a while, he'll post his like responses. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious! Yeah, he's yeah. so funny and so even, uh, like level-headed with it. It's so funny. He's, be he's became accustomed to the to the hate, and he's able to play yeah. tennis with with oh, the comments. Yeah. Um, no, that's that that is incredible. And the thing is, is at the end of the day, I know that there are purists out there with the Nintendo thing, but it really is just plastic. It's yeah, plastic, right? Just, yeah, you know. it's worth money to some people, but it's only worth I know, money I know, if yeah. you think it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose it's like, oh God, can you imagine people did that with figures? They chopped them up and tried yeah. to make other figures. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's what we do. So, but yeah, I've seen it. It's, it's you could probably put them in a book, actually. You oh. Probably release a book for the comments. <laughs> Sally so, coffee table book or something like that. <laughs> so as we start to wrap up, uh, the last part of the podcast is my favorite because it's about the artist. Uh, the artist gets to share wherever they can be found, anything they're working on that they want people to know about. It's it's about if you want to share your dog's name, anything, anything about uh -huh. you. So uh, this yeah. last part's just about you. So where can we find you? When do commissions open? All those things. Yeah, so the commissions are going to be all over uh, Instagram. So if you get me on Instagram, which is just lightning bolts action figures. Um, so February is probably when they're going to open up again. Um, I would say maybe mid sort of February. It just depends. It's difficult at the moment because everything's kind of up in the air, if you like, because yeah. I'm working so hard on this. But Instagram is really where you find me. I've got a Facebook, but I think it's rubbish. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't really use it. Plus, I mean, like, I mean, I don't go near Twitter either because it's just it really is quite vile. Um, mm. The comments that, that you get. Fortunately, I don't. I mean, no one really follows me anyway. But it's um, 
you know, I'm not, I can't really be found there. So Instagram is where the green light is. Thank you so much for making this time crap work and making it work and getting. No, nah, it's going. a pleasure. Thanks very much for having me on. It's cool because I've been listening. I've been listening to to what you've been uh, doing. So it's quite strange to be on it, but thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, the the goal is uh, to get artists from all over that are doing different aspects of this indie toy scene, like people mm-hmm. that are bootleggers, people that are customizers, and so I'm glad that I got to get someone on that helped me get going where no, I was. I didn't realize that. And thanks very much. But there is, there's another guy that you need to check out, which is Recall Toys. You must have heard him. His name's mentioned so much. Uh, he is a genius. Um, that's Ben Recall Toys. Yeah. Uh, sorry to embarrass you, Ben, but uh, <laughs> you should certainly get a chat to him at some point. Uh, I don't know if you follow him, actually, but he's, his work is incredible and a huge inspiration to me. Definitely the best for me, that is, in terms of his, his uh, quality and stuff like that. Uh, go and get him a follow. Yeah, I'm going to go take a look. Thank you so much for being on. My pleasure. Toys on Tap. Toys on Tap. Next episode. It's great. It's amazing. You're going to want to listen to it. It's not right now, though. You're going to have to wait till the next episode to listen to it. Oh, when's that? The next one. Cool. Toys on Tap. Toys on Tap. The next one's going to be good, too. So stay tuned and, and, and listen to that. Toys on Tap. Awesome.